Hey everybody, this is episode 54 of the Q&A podcast, uh, also part two, um, stemming from episode 53, where we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, my name is Anthony, sitting right next to me as always is my pal DeQuincy. Hey again people. We have refresh, refreshed our drinks. Yes we have, what are you drinking? I'm doing rum and coke now, moved on from whiskey, moved on to rum. Yes. From whiskey to rum. We drank all the Jack Daniels, didn't we, last podcast? Yeah, we finished the bottle. Awesome. Um, yeah, so part one, talked a lot of basketball, talked a lot of boxing. Who would have thought, man? We talked We talked little... like 30 minutes of boxing. I like it, man. What an upset. I, uh, <laughs> Maybe I... we should do these drinking podcasts more often. Man, it doesn't hurt. Uh, the, the podcast, our livers, yes, it hurts, but... Uh, the podcast, not so much. I think it, I think it helped pretty good. I have a brother, so I'll be all right. I'll steal his liver. All right. <laughs> You're screwed. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty tough. Um, so, part two, we're gonna do just more general talk about mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. Um, DQ wanted to start with the Oscars, though. Yes, the Oscars are tomorrow, which will be later today when you hear this. Because we have to get both of these podcasts out on Sunday now. Right. Because <laughs> I started talking about the Oscars. So we're going to make some predictions on some awards. Uh, I want you to know two things. One, we didn't see any of these movies. <laughs> or we didn't see a majority of movies. And two, that's, when has not knowing anything ever stopped us from making predictions before? It's kind of in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Really. Let's make it up as we go. <sighs> um, have you seen any of the movies? I am up for best picture. I have not. You oh you you have Grand Budapest Hotel. You haven't watched it yet. I own it. I just have not. It's sitting on top of my DVR. Mm-hmm. The two, I've seen Selma and Birdman. Really? Yeah. I didn't know you watched Birdman and Selma. Birdman was pretty good. Birdman just came out too. Mm-hmm. So I caught it on DVD and uh, Selma. Um, my mother and grandmother church group were. Uh, they were going to go see the movie, and I just hopped alone and saw it. It's pretty good. Nice. I usually don't like movies like that because biopics. Yeah, they, they're not always a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, and I don't really like the whole all the movies that show like this and Red Tails and things like that. Just because it just it feels awkward to me that that only happened sixty years ago. Yeah, I mean. We are not far removed from. Look, racism still exists very much today. So. Um, it's more, but uh, covered than it was before, right? And we're not very far removed from uh, racism on a on a grand, like a, on a large, uh, you know, fully backed scale. I mean, where everywhere you went, it was. For the most part, segregated. Mm-hmm. I mean, mo- you know, for the most part, everywhere you went, it was segregated. You know, whether it's your restaurants, whether it's your, you know, restrooms, uh, parks. I imagine buses. You know, um, and it's a, it's kind of a so as much as we're drinking, it's a sobering thought. Um, That's why I have more more Jack in my cup <laughs> to know that. Yeah, we're not. You know, wasn't that long ago. You know. Um, but every generation gets a little bit better. Like to think so, yeah. You know, we we haven't fully learned from all of our mistakes um, throughout history at all. I mean, it's you know we're getting better, but um, there's always the chance for some sort of relapse mm-hmm. or uh, new. Radical ideology, you know. Basically, we humans are dumb and we make it up as we go. Yeah, and we just have to be strong enough to to fight for our convictions and to to fight for what's right, man. Word. But let's get back to what we were here to talk about. That's about as political as I think the show will ever get. Yeah, political, sociological, sociological. I'm drunk. (laughs) I've been drinking. I've been drinking since like 3 o'clock. It's now. Ten, yeah, ten, yeah. Hey. Every now and again, doesn't hurt. Yeah, I just hear my liver going hell, hell. Your liver is definitely not used to that. Yeah, no, I haven't drunk this much since 
like my birthday party like two years ago. <laughs> right. I remember that. I like passed out on your on your uh, living room floor. Yeah, I definitely remember that night. Yeah, one of those nights. One of those nights. I'm gonna say one of those nights that we'll talk about maybe on another episode. Yeah, so we have stories that we just don't tell because. We're not drunk enough yet yeah. to talk about. Keep drinking. You need to get drunk to tell some stories. You have some <laughs> stories that'd be hilarious to tell. Hilarious and just typical. You know, very Seinfeld esque. Seinfeld esque. Very Kirby enthusiasm esque. Um, yeah. Very Very white Jew of you. <laughs> Apparently. All right. Oh, sorry. Let's get back to the Oscars. Um, let's start the bottom up. Supporting actress. Your nominees are Patricia Arquette in Boyhood, Emma Stone in Birdman, Kira Knightley in The Intimidation Game, Laura Den in Wild, and Meryl Streep in the Into the Woods. Um, I'll go with Meryl Streep. Icon. I feel like whatever award that she's up for, she always has the chance of winning. Sure. No, no doubt about that. I'm going Patricia Arquette for this reason and this reason only. Boyhood took, not figuratively, but literally 12 years for them to film. Yeah. I feel like the, uh, the, who is, who gives away the Oscars, you know? The, um, Moore is the government body, the government body, the governing body will give it to, uh, are quite for taking such a risk for being, you know, filmed for 12 years in order and order and order. Yeah. So you're going street? Sure. She's just like an American icon at this point. Or modern day, yeah. She's the one of the best current actress, standard actress, actress of our time. Uh, going on to the best supporting actor. J.K. Simmons in Whiplash. Excuse me. Edward Norton in Birdman. Mark Ruffalo in Foxcatcher, Ethan Hawke in Boyhood, and Robert Duvall in The Judge. I'm going to go with J.K. Simmons. I think um, he's... The role from everything that I've heard is not under is not under the radar enough. Because everybody that I've talked to has raved about his you know, performance. Um... He definitely isn't J. Jonah Jameson in this role. No, not at all. He's uh, kind of a dick in this role. It's like, he's wait, like almost. Are you sure he's not J. Jonah Jameson? <laughs> okay, he's kind of a dick to children in this role. Again, are you sure he's not J. Jonah Jameson? Um, but I think, you know, he's just kind of one of those dark horse candidates that just. You really think he's a dark horse candidate in this field? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ethan Hawke. Um, Mark Ruffalo? I'm looking, well, maybe by name, but um, right now we're on the Bovada site, and J.K. Simmons is, wait for it, a negative uh, minus 5,000 favorite. <laughs> Who's the favorite? He's the favorite. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's That's the what that means. Yeah. When you're negative, you're the favorite. Gotcha. Uh, One yeah. day I'll teach you about betting, so you can lose everything. Right. <laughs> I'm looking forward to losing everything, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you go roll to a ball and be like, what do I have? Nothing. <laughs> yeah, no. I guess just the name is under the radar, but mm-hmm. I guess clearly, you know, people are, are talking. They're talking. Uh, I agree with you. I'm going Simmons. From the writers and the reviewers that I uh, trust, they talk about how he had one of the most powerful roles this year. Mm-hmm. And the things he did in that film, the chances he took were incredible. So, yeah, that's what I'm going with. We're going to the next one. Best actress Julian Moore and Still Alice, Reese Witherspoon in The Wild, Rosamund Pike in Gone Girl, Felicity Jones in The Theory of Everything, Marion. Marion. Two Days, One Night. What is the hell is this movie? Cotillard. Cotillard. I've never even heard of that movie. I don't know. I'm going with Reese Witherspoon, though. That role I heard was pretty risque, I think. I said, or there were a couple of. It's kind of a bold choice for her. Um, 
So yeah, and plus she's been kind of MIA past few years. I think this is that year where she just kind of makes that comeback and uh, gets recognized for her for that role. Ah, jeez, this really hurts when you didn't see any of the movies. What? Uh, you picked Wes when I'm going Pike for no other reason than she has the middle odds, so I'm gonna pick the middle child. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on to best actor. Eddie Redman in The Theory of Everything, Michael Keaton in Birdman, Bradley Cooper in American Sniper, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Imitation Game, Steve Carell in Foxcatcher. I never thought that I would live to see Steve Carell <laughs> nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. But here we are. Uh, I think you gotta go Keaton on this one. Uh, he's, I think, gotten the most buzz out of all those guys. Uh of course, American Sniper brings the most controversy. I was just about to say, you think he's gotten more than Cooper? Um, because I hear people are surprised and shocked at how good he was. Yeah, but the movie itself is just too controversial for, I guess. I think I, know, I agree with you. I think it's too controversial controversial to win best picture, mm-hmm. but I think that it can still win best actor. That's why I picked Bradley Cooper. Okay. I think he, Bradley Cooper might win an <laughs> Oscar for Best Actor. Bradley Cooper, and Steve Carell, they're in the running. Bradley Cooper was this year at, uh, what's his name? All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey won last year. It's the end of days. Run the <laughs> bunker. All right, let's go to last Next year, you just need Channing Tatum to get nominated for Best Actor. and You're, uh, you're set. I'll just leave the earth. <laughs> right. I just wander off. I'm done. Um, best picture: Birdman, Boyhood, American Sniper, Imitation Game, Selma, The Grand Budapest Hotel, Theory of Everything, Whiplash. I like when we have the um, the Academy Awards, and I know for a fact I would never watch any of these movies unless I had to. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm gonna go just because I want. I'm going with the movie that I want to win it's mm-hmm. Grand Budapest I like I like because you bought it because I bought it because I have yet to see it maybe I'll watch it before the Oscars I don't know what's it about anyway I, I don't know <laughs> um, hey but Wes Anderson Houston guy you know Houston native um, and I've always liked his movies I you know I didn't really get into his movies until probably 2012 uh Introduced to his flicks and took a liking to them, and so I, you know, hey, he's he's been nominated for best picture. Let's let's do it. Let's get it done. That that's the question. What's the movie about? Oh, I have no idea. A hotel, some some sort, some sort of hotel that lives out there. A fancy hotel. No, I. I'm you not. have the movie. Just read the back of it. Where is it? Oh, oh yeah. I guess I could do that. I kind of like to go in fresh on these movies. Uh, Recounts the Adventures. Yeah. Uh, Recounts the Adventures of Gustave H., a legendary concierge at a famous European hotel between the wars. Between the wars. And Zero Mustafa, the lobby boy who becomes his most trusted friend. The story involves the theft and recovery of a priceless Renaissance painting, a raging battle for an enormous family fortune, a desperate chase on motorcycles, trains, sleds, and skis, and the sweetest confection of a love affair, all against the backdrop of a suddenly and dramatically changing continent. That sounds damn good. <laughs> Let's get it done. Let's get them that that Oscar. I'm picking Boyhood. I think that's a runaway favorite right now. Uh, Like I said, with Arquette, it's such a dramatic change from the norm. Mm -hmm. You know, basically, this movie was shot over 12 years. And to do something like that, I believe that the Academy Awards, the governing body, will reward them with with an Oscar. But do you want to see what would happen if you were to bet on yours? If you just risk $10, you would win 
$615,000. Wait, how is that possible? If all five of yours were to hit and you put down $10, you'd win over a half a million dollars. Would you say it's worth a shot? If you believe it, yeah. It's only 10 bucks. It's only 10 bucks. I just got paid yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I have, I have money. <laughs> Let's see, how much would mine be if I if everything I picked hit? Only thing I'm really not certain about is the um the best actress. I, I can't talk English fool, English. Uh going through can you vamp a little bit while I do this real quick. Best actress, you're um so you're you're hesitant about your picks. I'm sorry, not best actress. I'm hesitant about, um, yeah, best actress, supporting actress, and what I'm I'm pretty confident about. So if I put down ten dollars, I'd win. I'd only win <laughs> fifty four hundred dollars. Hey, I picked more favorites. Hey, nothing wrong with I, that though. I picked two of the heavy favorites and J.K. Simmons and for. Patricia, our, our man, player. I wish you would have told me that because now if I don't, if I don't place the bet in time and they do win, I will probably throw up. You, you have you have a time you have until tomorrow. Oh man, I kind of I think I might have to now. <laughs> oh man, why would you do that? You know I'm not a gambler. <laughs> yes, but you want to gamble now, don't you? I don't have much of a choice because again, I mean. If you put down ten dollars and you win uh, six hundred fourteen thousand, yeah, you're buying a new studio. <laughs> I threw a few bucks to the to the podcast. A few bucks. <laughs> right? I'm the man who just bought the new microphone and everything. Right. A few bucks. A few bucks. You. <sighs> so how do you feel about your picture? The only one I'm not comfortable about is the comfort, comfortable about is the um, best actress. I'm, I'm terrified now because if I don't place that bet and they they all hit, then that's that's a that's something you can't live down. I think I'm gonna have to do it. I just imagine people listening to the podcast and watching the uh, Oscars later this evening, just rooting for you. Come on, go on. You can do you it. You can do it. And then crying when, if you happen to lose. Ooh, but what if I win? Got a lot of people gunning it for me. That's not good either. Hey, you'll still have, you know, over half a million dollars. Should be all right. Oh, yeah. You can hire a bodyguard with that. We'll, we'll get by somehow. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. I mean, we... We kind of talked about trying to watch one, at least one of the movies before, but hey, you know, life gets in the way. Can't all just sit back and watch a movie for a couple hours. Life especially gets in the way when you're talking about movies you don't want to watch. <laughs> right. What movie did you see this year? Or Oh, but you already year? saw them. You, you saw two of the movies, so. <sighs> two out of what, seven, eight? Yeah, but that's not bad. Eight. That's, what movies did I see in 2014? Mm-hmm. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, <laughs> uh, go that's over a, there again. That's a running joke between me and Anthony because I keep asking him if he's seen, if he's seen it in the movie. And when I went to go see it, he was sitting right next to me. Right I keep forgetting that. <laughs> uh, in fact, I did go see the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I saw X-Men Days of Future Past. I still haven't seen that one. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, you know, something else popped up in mind. While we're sitting here, we're talking about movies. Let's nerd out for a second. We went to the Bedrock Comics, one of the best comic book stores in Houston. Um, what did you pick up today? Uh, I picked up... Pull it out. Let's see. Hey, let's whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. A second. I picked up the late... No. The... I picked up issue 17 of... No, 18 of Batman 66. What's Batman 66 about? Um, well, it's just new storylines, but in the illustration of the old television show. The Adam West, uh, who played Robin in that show? Burt Ward. Burt Ward show. Yes. I should remember his name. Ward is literally what Robin was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Um, what else did you pick up? I don't even remember. I picked up, uh, what is it? Star-Lord something? Captain America issue number four for, got it for the old man. This is the um, all-new Captain America with uh, Sam Wilson as Captain America. Yeah. Batman 66. Let's see, I got... Who is Batgirl in here? Who's Marvel? the actress? Who, no, who's the actress who played? Do you know? Ooh, I don't. I don't remember off the top of my head. We can look it up, though. Uh, I could, but I won't. Um, I'm looking it up. Give me a moment. I got the... It's a it's a Marvel magazine. It looks like it's probably from the 80s or the 70s. It's a Star-Lord. It's like a magazine. I think it, mm-hmm. I, I haven't gone through it yet. But it's in pretty nice condition. And the, the front cover is beautifully illustrated. I really like it. That's why I bought it. Um, I don't even know what's in it. But I just like the cover. It's really, really nice. So, looking forward to cr- cracking that open and checking it out. Purchased uh, a collector's album of the most spectacular movie ever made. Superman the movie from 1977. That was your actress. Yvonne Craig. Yvonne yes. Craig. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So... It's a it's a larger size book. Um, imagine there's you know pictures and uh, photos from the movie from the original Superman movie. Um, wow, Super, the original Superman movie was nineteen. I want to say seventy five. I think seventy seven. Yeah, seventy seven was that year where it was like Star Wars and Rocky and Superman, um, amongst others. I'm looking it up. So, that was a good year. Ooh, 1978. 78, okay. Wow. And then I bought this uh, this hardcover novel, like, I guess it's a graphic novel, Batman Bride of the Demon. It's from 1990. It's by Mark, Mike W. Barr and Tom and Eva Green, Grindberg. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a... Uh, it's a graphic novel, hardcover, really nice illustrations. I, I like the old Batman, you know, from Ooh, the 80s. Ooh, Ghoul. Yes. Um, it's a really good storyline. Anytime Ra's al Ghoul's involved. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be good. I mean, it's a nice shape, too, so. Uh, I saw it. I, I like looking at these old-timey graphic novels that, you know, we don't really, we, we don't probably don't pay anymore. attention to as much. Um, try to pick them up. A nice addition to a coffee table once I build a coffee table. Yeah, now I plan on building a coffee table. And drinking coffee. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Uh, but I won't deter anybody from drinking coffee. I just won't. Probably. I probably just won't drink it myself. You going to Irish up your coffee? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so, what did you get at the comic book store today? Uh, I picked up a couple of comics that... I went spider heavy. Um, first comic book I got was uh, issue four of Spider Woman. They're giving Dr- Jessica Drew her own comic book. Uh, it ties into the current storyline they're doing, which is a Spider Verse uh, line, which involves just about every Spider Man in the known universes. <laughs> which is very interesting. So I just Jeez. wrap that one up. Uh, let's see the two other two I got: Spider Man, X Men, uh, issues one and two. This is, spoiler alert, Wolverine dies, mm-hmm. and he asks Spider-Man to take over his pl- place as um, a teacher at the Jean Grey Institute, and also there's a traitor among the kids, and so Spider-Man is there not only to teach, but also find out who is the, tra- who is the traitor. Gotcha. And, and you could have issued a spoiler alert for the Jean Grey school, yeah. but... Yeah, okay. oh, well... That's neither here nor there, I guess. No, and the one I picked up was the first copy of Silk. What's that about? Oh, it's about, um, you know, you got Spider-Man who's bitten by the radioactive spider. Became, Peter Parker was bitten, became Spider-Man. Um, unbeknown to him, until about six months ago, there was another student during a field trip that was bitten by that spider, Cindy Moon, and she's now the character of Silk. So... She has all the powers of Spider-Man, you know, the super strength, the spider sense, 
except she can also make webs for her fingertips. It's very interesting because, you know, we had this conversation earlier with your dad and Vince about how it's, it's good to see DC and Marvel bringing in uh, characters of color. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And Sydney Moon is Asian. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So it's nice to see that. It's a nice little... It's nice to expand the world, basically. Yeah, well, that's not all. It's an ever expanding. This yeah. is an ever expanding world. Yeah, as you know, we have more. You know, now we have more readers that are black, Asian, Hispanic, and you know, interracial couples are growing by the day. It's nice to see that Marvel and DC are adapting to the real world by bringing such characters to the comic book world. True. That's not all that you got today, though. Me? Yeah, you got your little um, subscription sheet. You got yeah. It. yeah. I have to figure out which issues, which books I'm going to subscribe to. Because I wanted to... Let's do that right now on the podcast. Let's get it. Oh, wow. Okay. Tell them what I was just going to subscribe to. Okay. At Bayrock, you have you have the option to get a box. What a box is, you have subscriptions to different comic books... And what they'll do is whenever there's a new one, they'll pull it for you, put it in your box, and when you just show up, you pick it up, and you also get a nice little discount as well. Good Lord. There's, there's, there's a lot of comic Four books. pages of, of books to choose from. Yes. Comic books to choose from. Now, you have to have at least three subscriptions in order to qualify for a box. Now, how many do you have? I have... Like four pages? Per oh, month? God. Do you want me to go through... What's all this DC fat? Yeah, what ten? I literally gonna, would you ten times. I'm gonna name them and then you're gonna okay to key count. Okay, let me go to the list right now. The ones I have: Amazing Spider Spider Man, Avengers. I'm literally going through as fast as I can. Uh, I feel like I'm missing some new Avengers. It's three. Uh, Secret Avengers, four. Superior Iron Man, five. Uncanny Avengers, six. I feel like I am missing some in this list. <laughs> I really do, or maybe I run over too fast. Because that's all the Marvel ones, right? There's no more hidden around the corner. I'm gonna add all new Captain America. How many are we up to? Seven. Thor, eight. The new female Thor. Spoiler alert. And do, 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 do. oh, I forgot the X Men. I have all new X Men and Uncanny X Men. That's ten. Good lord, that's ten. That's ten comic books you subscribe to or plan on subscribing to. Mm-hmm. And the X Men are even on here. That is impressive. I do what I can. So maybe that, oh, the the current writer of the X Men is going to be. Finishing after, I think it's issue 700, which would be in about five or six. Also, I think I'm going to add um, Angela on there. She's used, she was in the Spawn universe. Oh, okay. So, uh, and Miss... 11 times? 12? You're going 12? Miss Marvel. Did I say Miss Marvel? I don't think so. Yeah, Miss Marvel. That's an adorable comic book. So, at least 12. It may be more. We'll see. Man, that's impressive. That's quite a list you've got on your own. <laughs> yes, my bad. I, I just friend. have to pick three. At least three. Yeah. So, I don't know if you're going to be doing any of these like independent ones back here. It's worth taking a look at, though. Dynamite. Like, some of these comic book these um, publishers I haven't even heard of. Like, Red Anvil and Xenoscope. Paper cuts. Their one comic book is WWE Superstars. Oh, we just stay in the DC Marvel <laughs> world. Make it simple for the six people who are still listening to this. Uh, so basically, it's just the first page. Let me see what we've got. Oh. Well, for sure, Batman '66. So that's one. Um, Here's a pen. Get the marking fool. Let's see. We'll do. I feel you are definitely more DC than I am. I, I have to admit, I really like the the illustrations more 
from DC uh, than I do Marvel at this point. And I would say it's not because I don't like DC or think they're inferior. It's just when I started reading comic books again, mm-hmm. uh, Marvel was starting the Avengers versus X-Men, X-Men um, storyline. And so it was perfect for me to jump in. I jumped in like in issue number three and was able to backtrack the first two. And by the time I finished that, I thought about getting back to DC. But at the time, it, their, their stuff was just so confusing. I, it was like, I don't never mind. So I, I've been Marvel ever since as far as comic books goes. Mm. And besides, I don't think my wallet could stand me joining another <laughs> six or seven comic books. Maybe I'll go from the Archie universe. Oh, God. Or maybe I'll go from uh, go with uh, Bongo. I would rip that paper and shove it down your You know who Bongo is, right? Well, who's Bongo? They do uh, the Simpsons car- uh, comics. Oh, yeah. Bart Simpsons, Simpsons comics, Simpsons Illustrated. Apparently SpongeBob comics. That's interesting. I, I try to collect seven? I try to collect the, the Bartman issues. I believe they had a few back in the nineties. That was pretty cool. Back in the nineties I was big into the Sonic the Hedgehog series. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like I'm a little too old to be buying that. <laughs> um so you got Batman sixty six. I've I've picked up a couple of issues here. It's just I haven't really kept up with it, but um, I think I might go with Magneto. There's some pretty good illustrators for that that series. And that series, I've read a couple of issues. He's um last couple of issues, he's just been fighting Shield, mm. and it's been very interesting because there's people on both sides, both in Magneto's team and on Shield's team that are you know playing for the other side. So it's kind of like an action spy thriller. Gotcha. Oh, that's cool. That's not bad. Can't argue with that. I can help you with the Marvel. I can only hope help you so much with the DC. I don't know. I might just stick with just like regular Batman. I think that'll... There's nothing wrong with that. So in the Batman and Robin series, uh, you know, Robin died. Spoiler alert. His son, Damien. So he went to... What's that place Darkseid is from? Basically, a lot of weird things happened. And that's the hell of a comic. But Dark, someone had stolen his son's body. He went to Darkseid's home planet and revived Damien. And now he has all these superpowers. Like, he can fly. He has super strength, super speed. Dang, that's not bad. But they're not sure. But there's a chance that his powers aren't permanent. So and basically, it's, use them while you can. Huh? Imagine Bruce Wayne, brooding Bruce Wayne, trying to tell his ten-year-old son to calm down. There's a point <laughs> in the last comic where uh, Damien gets all these guys, these bad guys, and he like puts a steel cable around them and flies them up to space. Right? Mm-hmm. As he's going, he's going up to the top of the atmosphere to teach him a lesson. He starts to lose his powers and he drops it. All of a sudden, the Batwing comes out and catches the cable. And the next scene, you see Bruce Wayne in the Bat, Batman in the Batwing, upside down, telling uh, Robin, <laughs> "Down now." <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a cute little story. Uh, I think you would enjoy it about how a father basically trying to control his son. Interesting. What else are you looking at? I don't know. I might. Yeah, I might go. It feels Batman. weird talking about. The comics right now concerned that both um, both DC and Marvel are about to have this these big um, events that may reboot the entire um, universe for both series. Mm-hmm. DC with their convergence and Marvel with the uh, Battle Wars. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get into it when when it could all change in the blink of an eye. So just have to fill that out. Thank you, Robert Foss. What did you pick so far? Uh, Batman 66, Magneto, and I guess I'll go with Batman. But that's subject to change. We'll see. Batman Eternal is a weekly series. I've heard good things about it. Of course, they're now issue like 47, so I don't know why. That's <laughs> no, okay. I don't mind. That's what they have the um, paperback ones for. You can go back and mm-hmm. read every five issues and catch up. Oh yeah, it's good to have. 
Yeah. All right. I hear people just screaming, nerds. <laughs> Damn nerds. Hey, keep screaming all you want. Scream all you want, because we can't hear you. You want some Scooby-Doo? I'll get that for you. <laughs> Why don't you get Captain America for the old man? Yeah, I might just do that. That'll be cool. I'll guarantee to have it every week, so... What current books are you reading? Besides um, Batman 66. That's really it. And I'm kind of behind on a few issues. I need to go back. But, uh, yeah, I haven't really kept up with too many too many comics. I, mean, I try to buy, like I said, I buy a Magneto issue here and there. Um, but I really haven't kept up with the whole the whole run so far. Um, and there are already, I think, like 16 or 17 issues in. So... But that's okay. I, I, you know, there's so many comics out there that's just kind of hard to keep up with. Mm. Man, even I don't know one. Even it seems like I think I might just start writing reviews of the ones I read. You should write your own comic, man. Yeah, I don't have the skill for that. What's your favorite comic book? Is it Batman sixty six? Uh, probably at the moment. I just like the you know the illustration is a lot different you know it's it's pretty cool you you love going back in time what is it with that I'm kind of an old soul I guess why do you like the 60s they were terrible for everybody hey man rock and roll peace and love <laughs> and the Vietnam War you're right <laughs> hey man great music came out of the 60s yeah. Hendrix a black man he's a black man come on one of the greatest rock and roll Musicians of all time. Uh, the Doors. Jim Morrison, man. The Beatles. The Stones. Great, great music. That that's just rock and roll. Comic books. Well, that's why I like the 60s. The, the stuff that came out of it. Some of the stuff that came out of it. The positive stuff that came out of it. Good music. <sighs> oh, oh. Oh, take your word for it. Hmm. All right, well, moving on. Mm-hmm. Let's get down to business, my friend. All right. We've put this, so we've put this off long enough. All right. The fans. The fan think, is requesting it. I guess. And even if they are, too bad. Um, baseball season, more importantly, fantasy baseball season is upon us. And we've decided to work on a trade. Mm-hmm. Live on the broadcast. <laughs> I will be trading with DeQuincy Dorsey. Something that rarely happens because we're both shrewd, shrewd owners who are incapable of taking advantage of one another in a trade for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no fleecing involved. Unlike it's, other people with our, our little game. It's too stubborn. Whoa, stubborn, wow. We're both very stubborn about that. Harsh words. I would say wise. Uh, go stubborn. Uh, whatever. You're stubborn. I think stubborn. Uh, I think everybody's tradable, including Mr. Mike Trout, which is why I always go after him. But you don't see it that way. And I, I get I respect that. I'm not gonna argue with that. I'm the man who came up with the Mike Trout song, so you keep <laughs> trying which reminds me. Oh, would you like to stand up for the pledge of Mike Trout? I would not. <laughs> you are a damn commie. Mike Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout, Mike Trout. That's it. <laughs> All right. So, what kind of a uh, what kind of deal are you make, trying to are you looking at? Um, deal where you don't try to flim flam me. Clearly, you're, you're going with a pseudo youth movement. Yeah. You're you're stockpiling some young potential great players, potentially great players. Uh, you've kept Chris Bryant, apparently, mm-hmm. guy who has not played a single game in the big leagues, uh, who won't be up until June, essentially, and you're keeping him on your bench to start the season. 
I dig it. I probably would have done the same if I had gotten to him faster. In fact, I've done that in the past with players. Who did you do that with? I've done that with Strasburg. Mm-hmm. He was hurt. Oh, when he uh, tore his UCL? Yeah. And uh, I'm currently doing that with Jose Fernandez from Miami. Mm-hmm. Another UCL um, Hello, Tom. victim. We must stop this evil Tommy John. He's right. just wrecking our fun in baseball. <laughs> and I also did that with Bryce Harper. I kept him on my bench for a long, long time. So yeah, You're just it. holding on to that Bryce Hype. Harper, the the offer your trade. You can uh, you you could very well replace Harper with hype er. What now? Harper oh, oh. with hype er. Hype. Yeah, it's nothing but hype. There's a lot of hype, yeah. but I've put a lot of time into that guy, so uh, I'm gonna go down with the sinking ship if I have to. <laughs> I'm not gonna risk. I feel like every year we say this is the year he breaks out of the and becomes MVP, and the past two years have been so disappointing. And it seems like yeah. So but breaking I, out, he's broken something. Yeah, broken his damn neck running into <laughs> outfield walls. I offered you a trade yesterday or two days ago for mm-hmm. Harper. You couldn't have turned it down fast enough. Yeah, I'm just not looking to, to trade him at the moment. Uh-huh. So, but everybody else that I haven't listed as a keeper is up for grabs. So, what are you proposing? All right, I got to go to... Once again, I have to go to your team and look at who you do not have as a, as a keeper and hope my computer doesn't, like, crash in the process. <laughs> uh, what's your team name? King Felix's Castle. Uh, any particular reason why? Uh, I've got King Felix Hernandez on my team. Okay. I've had him for a couple of years now. Okay. In case you're wondering, my team name is Smash and Dash. Yeah, we hit home runs, we steal bases... And we steal your girlfriend. <laughs> Just so you know. Those are the three tenets of the game. So, going through... Uh, let's see. Who was on your team that is not a keeper? I really wish that you would drop Oscar Tavares. Because it's just weird to see him on a team. I'll, I'll Considering let, that he is no longer with us. Yeah, God rest his soul. I will And let, his girlfriend. Yeah. I will let oh, the that league. reminds me. Uh-huh. We completely forgot to give our hopes and prayers for Chris Bosch during the last podcast. Yeah, he's, he's out for the season. Out for the season. The news came down tonight. Uh, blood clots, multiple um, in his lung. Yeah. And that's the thing that just killed... Um, Is he a football player? No, the guy yeah. just died. The Portland Trailblazer. He used to play for the Trailblazers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. I feel such like so terrible. But yeah, it's good that uh, you got to the hospital, got checked out. Because you know, we as men will be like, "Oh, I'm feeling sick. I'll just tough it out and be better tomorrow." Oh yeah. So no doubt about that. Best. Uh, we hope he recovers fully and back on the court last year. Totally. Because doctors say the only sometimes the only way to actually find out about blood clot is in the autopsy. So it's great that they caught this, that he'll be healthy for his wife and his family. And we hope to see him, you know, out there catching alley-oop passes from Drogic and Wade next year. No, getting back out there to defend his title of the skills competition. Wow. Yeah. Three-time champ. Go for that fourth title next year. Get better, Mr. Bosch. Like a Bosch. Like a Bosch. All right, let's get back to fantasy. Who do you have that that is not on your keeper list? Just name some names. I'll tell you I'm interested. Justin Verlander. Nope. I had Verlander last year and <laughs> dropped him when it was obvious his ERA wasn't dropping on their 4.5. Uh, James Paxton. Interested. Danny Santana. Not interested. Uh, Are you looking at this or are you just naming it from? Josh Harrison. I can't be interested after I ripped him so many times last year. <laughs> I mean, Josh Harrison said like he was the worst person ever to play in the All Star game. And he finished with a pretty good year last mm-hmm. year too. He did. I'm sorry, Mister Harrison, you did great. Jonathan Lucroy, catcher. Yeah. Eh, he's a catcher, but he's not going to start the season right away. Uh, he's hurt. I don't value catchers that highly, considering that this is a one catcher league. So league. So keep going. Yeah, Will Myers. <laughs> 
Javier Baez. Baez is a no. I can't have a guy who's going to hit <laughs> 220 on my team. I'm going to do that. I might as well just go out to Chris Carter. Right. He'll Ten- get more home runs. Tanner Roark. Mm. No, because he'll be in the bullpen. Your Dono Ventura? Yeah, boy. You're talking about another sinking ship. Yeah. And now that he's in Texas? No, thank you. No, he's not in Texas. I thought he got traded. No, he's a big part of Kansas City, man. He's going to be a big part next year. Oh, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. I'm thinking of, um, not Ventura. I'm sorry. I thought of, um, Giovanni Gallardo. Yeah, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Yeah. Um, Alex Wood. Mike Fires. Nope. Wee Yun Chen. Nope. Y Yin Chen, I guess. Y Yin Chen. Yeah. Uh, and Y Yin Chen rounding out. My dollar keepers. Paxson is the only guy that interests me. Oh, and Mookie Betts. Paxson and Mookie Betts are the only guys that interest me. Let's make a deal. All right. Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Are you Wayne Brady now? Oh, no. Nobody's Wayne Brady. Mm -hmm. But let's make a deal. There's a Pelosov joke in there. You just didn't give me enough time to figure (laughs) it out. All right, so... Are you willing to trade both or just one? I'll trade them both. All right. Uh, let's see. Am I on my screen? Because I'm not even looking at anyone. The alcohol's hit me. Um, is this yours or mine? That's yours. All right. So, the guys I have up for trade are Miguel Cabrera, Todd Frazier, Josh Donaldson, AJ Pollock. Doug Fister, Greg Holland, Kenley Jansen, Craig Campbell, Carlos Carrasco, and maybe Dallas Keuchel. Wow. That's tough, man. I would like Chris Bryant, but I don't think that's going to happen. What if I were to give you those two for Miggy? What position does... Let's see. Mookie Betts is outfield and potentially second base if Pedroia didn't play. Uh, Pedroia is playing. Yeah. Play. And yeah, Paxton is a starting pitcher. You want those two for the best player in the league? Nah. We talked about this off air. We did. You should be supposed to tell people that. One don't think this is organic. <laughs> you lied to the people. So, you want... Miguel Cabrera for Mookie Betts and James Paxson. And I'll throw in Jonathan Lucroy. <sighs> Hold on. Let me think about this. My thing is, you know, I've, I've got... I've got enough first baseman. I've got Freddie Freeman as a keeper. I've got Jose Abreu as a keeper. But, hey, you can add Miguel Cabrera... There's nothing wrong with that. So what was the other again? <coughs> Mookie Betts and James Paxton, Paxton for Mickey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, oh, and uh, Luke Croy if you want. Luke Croy plays first and catcher, doesn't he? Is he? I'll do first next year. No, nope, just catcher. Yeah. Sorry. It didn't help that I've been drinking so long and I have my glasses <laughs> off. It's a double whammy. Double whammy. You know what I say to that? You, my friend, have a deal. Got a deal. Submit the trade. I'll accept it on the email. Hot damn. <laughs> I promise not to be like in the racial draft where the black car <laughs> try to screw you're up. Gonna, you're not going to wipe your hand on your, on your, your pants. <laughs> Just did. <laughs> I enjoy that trade. Thank you. You fully, fully fool. You fool. <laughs> so, how do you feel about a fantasy league? Are you enjoying it? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> but once, uh, once the draft, once the draft happens, and we see. Or we say hello to our new players, our 
you know, newly drafted players that you know, we didn't keep, mm-hmm. then yeah, I'll be excited. I feel. Where did you finish last year? Do you remember? Oof, man, I finished. I don't think I made the playoffs last year. Or no, I think I finished fourth. So I, yeah, no, I, I think I did make the playoffs last year. Man, I cannot remember. It's, I have like the worst memory in humankind. I'm like the goldfish. I think okay. I finished third. What last year? Yeah, I fit, I won. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, you did win. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we talking talking remember whatever. You're talking about everybody else. I'm talking about you. Oh. What? I don't remember. I don't remember you. You fully wags finish. No, I. I typically don't really remember where anybody finishes, unless you know, anybody else finishes, and you know, except for the winner. Um. Although I forgot right now that you won. Yeah, I don't remember anybody about the winner except last year. But typically, I I try to remember who won the year before. So I want you to check your email, and make sure I made the right trade, because I cannot. I wish I put my glasses on like that, whatever. <laughs> we'll figure it out. I might have sent you like five people. How do you feel about the, yeah. uh, the, the... We've had like a minor issue in our league about keepers. Would you like to tell the people what's going on? What's going on? What's uh, going on? What's going on? You have a group of owners who want to restrict the number of keepers to the the most minimal uh, to the, yeah the most minimal number of keepers, uh, and then you have another group of keepers who no group of owners owners I'm sorry who uh, prefer way more keepers way more to unlimited keepers essentially. Um, and then you have a group who just clearly don't give a damn because they're not even responding. Do you want to name names? Uh, no, I won't go there right now. Uh-huh. Boo! Drink that brandy. Name names. <laughs> we want names. We want pictures. We want proof, damn it. Steven, Andrew, Miles, Danny. What group are they in? The Pearland group? Steven. Is that, is that what it comes down to? <laughs> Uh, or the southeast group, sure, essentially. Not? Let me go back to the stand. Uh, the the NASA group, they're all they're all uh, NASA people. Who or Space Center people. Steven, Andrew, Miles and Danny. Yeah. <laughs> and what group do they belong to? Like in the the one too many want one Yeah. They're the third group who just clearly don't care. So because they haven't responded. That's like that's like that's four out of twelve. That's one third of the group is vaguely paying attention. Uh, no, not even vaguely. They're just not paying attention. Well, Stephen voted on that. He said all the keepers. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's being sarcastic or not. Go through the small market teams, as I like to call them. Uh, Christian, Christian's brother. I don't know. His brother or cousin? I don't remember. It's his cousin, but I haven't seen him say one thing about small or big. Yeah, um, and I think that's it. But then we also have like an outside, like I guess we have an outsider like Sting, conciliary to Christian or you know uh, supporter uh, to those guys. And J- our, our buddy James, um, who as an outsider has no say on what we do in the league. Well, he wants to get back in. So no, I'm not even. I'm not even sure if I want him to get back in. Because remember, which draft was it? I can't remember. If it was baseball or football where he like he um, decided not to play like an hour before the draft. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, well, look, that was that. Was that football or baseball? That was football. All right. Um, look, I'm not here to bash anybody right now. I am about that. Um, and then I don't know where your brother stands. I think he's just like whatever. He's also kind of in that whatever group. Um, Originally, I think he was small market, but I traded him like a couple of good guys for draft picks, so he might be in that bigger market. Who knows? Yeah. So, and then Kyle, you know, Kyle is like the Joker. He's just an agent of chaos. <laughs> right. <laughs> he either wants to win the league or watch it burn. <laughs> if he can't win, he just wants everybody else to suffer with him. Pretty much. So, <coughs> yeah, you know, 
And then that leaves you and me. Who? <laughs> you and you. You supposed to say and you. I mean. Oh yeah, you and you. It leaves me you. and you. Yeah, it leaves the two of us <laughs> yeah. and um, Bobby. Bobby as the I guess you would call the big market teams. We're the like teams who who pay attention. We're often. like the Dodgers, Yankees, and Red Sox. Yep. Um, yeah, we're we're willing to go all out as much as we can. State your case for uh, as many keepers as possible. It cuts down on the time it takes to draft. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, because there's fewer picks. And... Can I jump... Can I piggyback the idea? Sure. I hate when they talk about we want to make it as fair as possible when we do a draft and not an auction. If we want to make the entire league as fair as possible, it should be an auction where everybody has the chance to draft to bid on Cabrera, Trout, Kershaw... Guys like that, if you want to make completely fair, because yeah. the draft in itself is not fair, because only one per. If like you get lucky and get that number one, if it was a redraft league, you get lucky and get that number one spot, and you get to draft Mike Trout. Well, then the other nine or eleven guys in your league don't get that opportunity. Yeah. That's not fair. No, I, I I hear that, but uh, I'm definitely. Not if you want to go down on ten. Five, seven keepers, fine, but make an auction league. I'll be there all night. Yeah, I won't. I'm not in favor of an auction league. It takes. It can take a long time. It does take a long time, but still. Um, if you want to make it 100 percent fair, that's how you got to do it. Don't yeah. come to me with keepers. Come with me. Come at me with a budget and an auction league. Sure. Mm-hmm. And everybody that I've spoken to who have switched from draft to auction say they'll never go back to draft. Wow. Well, bring it to the table. Let them I brought it to the table last year and I was poo-pooed out. Yeah, well. So I'm like, whatever. Uh, for me, you know, draft, it's like, you know, higher number of keepers. It cuts cuts down on time. Um, it gives you more flexibility in choosing if you want, you know, who, who you want to keep. You know, it's hard to let go of people. You know, you're taking a, you're it's taking, so hard and you're taking to say goodbye to yesterday. It's it's just as big a the the risk of keeping some or letting someone go, opposed to keeping someone who could very well have a terrible season mm. is the same. The risk is just as great. On both sides, I think. Here's another thing. Because I've kept Ryan Braun for the past four years. And Gardardo. Three of those years, he's been subpar to just really bad. And here's one thing. But that's a risk. I work hard. I pay attention to the league. Like last year, I picked up Dallas Keuchel, and he had a phenomenal season. Yeah. Helped me win the title. And now you're going to tell me there's a chance that I might lose him because other people didn't work as hard as I did to pick him up? Yeah. And then also... What's the fairness in that? Then he could also very well wind up on a team. Why do you get an advantage for not paying attention during the season? Right. And he could very well end up on a team that doesn't do anything with him at Mm -hmm. all. That doesn't doesn't put him in the lineup. uh, That leaves him in the lineup if he's injured. Mm -hmm. You know, there's... Because there's teams, there's guys who don't pay attention mm-hmm. enough. And auto-draft, which is very annoying, but that's the subject yeah. for another day. So, those are really my arguments, you know, for larger number of keepers. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And I'm sticking to it. And I'm sticking to it. Name that song. Um, where'd you go? Right here. Oh, God, you're behind me. Sit down. I'll be behind me. We made a trade. Did you accept it? I haven't because uh, it's. It, I'm not able to on my phone, but I will. Yeah, I won't let that sit for too long. I put. I didn't even change the day, so you got two days. Unless it disappears. Hmm. Yeah, is there anything else in the news right now? To talk about. I think that's it. We pretty much covered it. Any TV news? TV news? Nah, uh, nah, not really. Now that we're, you know, 
for back in uh, the TV swing? Any shows that you're watching that you want people to uh, take a look at? Uh, if you haven't already wa- started watching Gotham or The Flash, you're totally missing out. Great, great new shows. Um, especially if you're a comic book fan, they're, they're awesome. Anything on cable? No, I, I don't watch enough cable. I, I don't know if I said it before on the, on the uh, podcast, but if you're not watching The Blacklist, you're missing one of the best shows on basic TV. James Spader is hilarious. <laughs> of course. Like, everything. his From his speech to his facial expressions and the entire backstory is amazing. So it's definitely my favorite basic TV show. As far as anything on cable, you know, you watch The Walking Dead, uh, like high marks for the Americans. Mm, that's our favorite. I've always heard good things about the Americans. Archer's back. <laughs> One of my favorite comedies. They literally did an episode um, two weeks ago where the entire cast was stuck in an elevator. And it was basically... They say it's like a Steinfeld episode. It's an episode about nothing. It's hilarious. Love it. <laughs> um, I think it's about it as far as TV. We went a good lord. We went an hour. Wow. Jesus Christ. Hey, that's that's all right. I don't even remember when we started talking about oh, the, the Oscars. Oscars. <laughs> Jeez, spent a little too much time on the Oscars, but it's okay. First movies we didn't watch. We spent way too much, <laughs> right. too much time on those. <sighs> It is like, oh, it is 12, it is 11.15. It's time for me to go home and go to bed. It's time for you to go to bed. Time for us to plan. Oh, any columns? Because February has really sucked for us. I'm being 100% honest. Because it's a terrible sports month. Yeah. And all the things we're looking forward to, like... Uh, Age of Shield doesn't come back till next month. Baseball doesn't start for another two months. Uh, all the big movies, you know, won't be coming out to the summer. It's just, it's a terrible month for anything sports and pop culture. So, do you have anything that you're like planning to do? Uh, not yet. I'm still. We're trying. like we're officially in, in um, the production mode right now. Yeah. No, I'm throwing out some feelers to see. Um, See how, you know, there's a couple of album, albums I want to look at and, or listen to and review. So we'll see if I'm able to get those in, you know, in a timely ma- manner for people to check out. <sighs> uh, that's about it. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, we're in that wall right now. There's really not much exciting going on until baseball starts, until play, NBA playoffs start, um, and even the, the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. So... That's all I've got for right now, but just stay tuned. Yes. We'll, uh, we'll be sure we, to do We something. have a lot of work to do, trust me, because oh, yeah. I have a column that I'll put out on Monday about the Major League Baseball and the changes I would make if I was commissioner. Then behind the scenes, we'll be getting ready for our MLB 2015 preview. Oh, yeah. All 30 teams. Whew, boy, that's going to be fun. Oh, my <laughs> I'm just thinking, you, we might... You know, we're long-winded, so one team might take 45 minutes. Except for the day, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. I don't really have much to say about them. Mm-hmm. So. And let's see. Is there anything else coming up? Like, just writing. I feel like I have more columns than me. I'm going to try my hardest to actually write about the Rockets this mm-hmm. weekend. Try to get that out. I have so many column ideas. I just bounce around from one to the other. And that's not really fair to you, the reader. I'm trying to get better and more consistent. But it's kind of hard because I am a, proca- a procrastinator by nature. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have one column idea that's about uh, Juan Carlos Stanton. And it's like 10,000 words. It's ridiculous. Jeez. So you're a procrastinator with a lot of ideas. Yeah, I have a lot of ideas. The alcohol definitely helped. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Good, good. I got. I feel like we need to do this more often. Sure. Just get sauce. Well, get tipsy <laughs> and just start talking about how we feel because we just went two almost two and a half hours between these two podcasts. Kind of like that. It's plenty of material for you guys. Yeah. And uh, 
if you're not watching the Oscars on Sunday nights, it's WWE Fastlane on the WWE Network, and there's also a uh, UFC on Fox Sports One Fight Night. Also on ESPN, they'll have the uh, Grandland Basketball Hour with special guest Kobe Bean Bryant. Nice. I'm sure that'll get some viewers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, UFC Bigfoot Silva versus Frank Mir, heavyweights. That'll be fun. Uh, and oh, you know, plenty of fights. So there's bound to be one that's going to be very exciting. So. Well, that's it. Well, you got anything else? Are you just staying in bed tomorrow watching UFC and wrestling? Possibly. There's yeah. a good chance that happens. Yeah, tomorrow is supposed to be a workout day, so I'll see how that goes. Got yeah. to pump that ire. Got to pump <laughs> me up. <laughs> All right. Well, give the Twitter. Go ahead. We're on Twitter. We are? Yeah. yeah. Oh, we are. Uh, my <laughs> you can find me at Ant underscore Garcia 288. You can tell he's sober because like, oh, we're on Twitter. What a surprise. <laughs> Find me at DQ237. 327. 327. Wow. I may not be as sober as I pertain to be. And follow the main site at 288 underscore 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 321. Go. Also <laughs> find our link on iTunes. I'll be putting it in the description below. So you guys can subscribe and listen to our dulcet tones through this nice, beautiful new microphone. Yeah, please subscribe. That'd be cool. It's good to subscribe and share. We're actually sound professional. Yeah, we'll, we're, we're we're leaving. We're trying to leave our mark. Make we'll, our mark. We'll sign. It. We'll sound even more professional when someone finally finds the damn intro music for the <laughs> podcast, it's like coming. you're supposed to do like a year ago. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get there. Whatever. We'll get there. We'll get there. Just hold on, we're going on. This has been a very sing-song podcast. All right. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Thanks for listening, and later, babies.